Hey everyone, welcome back to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Frank, here as always with AJ. How are you doing tonight? Kick-ass, how are you, man? Doing great. And we are once again joined by our brother, Matthew Zimbasile. How are you doing? Hey, I'm back. Two in a (laughs) row. (laughs) I mean, we had to talk the finale of the Book of Boba Fett, and we had our, our big breakdown of most of the series last week, so... It only felt fitting to uh, include you here. Um, but before we dive into the episode, one of the, the big news beats from the day that uh, the episode aired was we have a release date for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yes, that's cool. Uh, Which you were not sal- far off. <laughs> we were not far off, no. They, uh, May 25th, um, not May the 4th, but... You know, appropriate. Apparently, it's the 45th anniversary of a uh, Star Wars coming oh out my in God. theaters. So it's like, and and Doctor Strange comes out on May 5th. So like, they're not going to compete with themselves. So no, but that's listen. That's very good strategic marketing. I'm it's I'm so in that the picture is very awesome. Uh, you know, very Dune. I, of course, uh, very excited. <laughs> very very excited for uh, you know. Ewan McGregor, I thought when I saw his ad at the Super Bowl commercial, I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Talking That's to camera, definitely... wearing a, a, a fancy leather jacket. <laughs> like, it's everyone. <laughs> the, the facial hair triggered me. I was triggered by the facial sure. hair. It was really more what it was. Well, I did the same thing. I was in the kitchen, and someone was like, oh, Ewan McGregor. I was like, what? I ran in. They're like, no, no, not Star Wars. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, um, hey, man, I... We're all excited for this. We've been waiting for his return for a long time. Um, I think, you know, yeah, great. It's also like right before um, Memorial Day. It kind of feels like the kickoff. It's going to be like, you know, the kickoff to the summer. It'll be a great summer binge series. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, are they going to drop the whole thing at once, do you think? No, no, no. No. I, I just mean, you know, binge it weekly. I guess that's terminology, but... Yeah, but like the way that they land it, they could be strategic. You know how like sometimes they would drop like two episodes yeah, yeah, in yeah. like two days or something. Like they could do something like that and give us like a little bit more over the weekend to to enjoy. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. I it, I think it's short, right? I think it's only six episodes or something. I think so. Um, Can I ask a question of Frank? Do you think that Dave Filoni likes Obi Wan? Is that like one of? Does he like that character? Has like the representation of obi-wan in the feloni verse cartoon stuff like is that do people like that do you like that what do you think yeah i mean it's i don't think he's like one of his favorite characters but he has a really really good fleshed out arc um he's got like a a female interest that like like what could have been with with her uh Sure. So that that's all like I'm like, oh man, are they gonna dive into that? Like, well, I mean, but or like flashbacks, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, but I don't know. I guess he's probably a producer on it, but I guess it's, it's Deborah Chow, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious to see, like, you know, I think that they're definitely gonna be, you know, they're picking stuff that people typically, you know, I, I think they're pick- making good choices. I can't imagine that they wouldn't be like. Hey man, like you've done this character now. What do you think? <laughs> you know, right? Um, but yeah, wow. What so much Star Wars stuff this year? It's wild. So it, much. 
yeah. They dropped a proper trailer for Book of Boba Fett before it came out, right? Was there kind of a trailer? Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, Okay, so so there'll be some sort of footage for this before it comes out. Yeah. um, Is there a Star Wars celebration this year? I do not know that. Because sometimes it's in April. Um, So we may, if if there is a Star Wars celebration, like that could be a time when they give us a lot of content for like that and some of the other uh, shows. Because Andor, I think, is still supposed to be this year. And um, yeah, who who knows? Who knows what else? That's going to be this year also? I think so. I think it also got renewed. It's going to be like Marvel. It's going to be like Obi-Wan and then Andor and then Mando. Yeah. With Shayna upstairs and I was like, I have no like intelligence like quip or takeaway from this show other than the fact that I feel uneducated about westerns and that the iconography that's in this show that if you look online is very there especially with like, you know, Cad Bane's character being based off another spaghetti western archetype figure. Like it, it seems like I'm missing out. I want to kind of dig in. Like that's the, that's my main takeaway for right now. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, I'm sure that if you've never gone and watched like, you know, some of the classic Clint, e- Clint Eastwoods or John Wayne's, like I'm sure you would. There are some great films, but like yeah. I think it's mostly the creators. Like obviously, like George was was big on that, and like that was sure. kind of his inspiration. So. Um, and so they're inspired by George. So it's sort of like a game of telephone yeah. <laughs> inspiration. Yeah. I mean, it's listen, Star Wars does a Western, but like, I don't think it's like much deeper than that. You know, I don't think it was like studied to be like, oh, we're going to do our, you know, our dirty Harry or something. I mean, maybe, maybe they did look at that. I don't know. It, it feels more surface level to me than. Well, um, some of the other, like some of the other stuff looks like Godfather too, which I'm sure you noticed. Matt, which was like the especially the other characters in the initial scene, um, like yeah, when Chrysanthemum, yeah, 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 it's in it's, Pal- it's, Java's Palace. It seemed very, you know, like it seemed like they were like really playing with different stuff, and I think that they had sold it as kind of being this mob boss crime lord dude, and y- you know, you really understand. I mean, it's the worst metaphor ever because it's the best ever but like you know like why tony soprano is tony soprano like you don't get like there's you know he he, sure he doesn't he doesn't walk around newark new jersey being like i'm the crime lord of all of northern new jersey like look at me everybody yeah i i think one of the ultimate okay well but everyone full spoilers for the book of boba fett we're going doing everything um yeah yeah but I think one of the biggest issues here is that Boba Fett doesn't feel like a crime lord. He feels like he's trying to become like the sheriff or the mayor. Like sure. what yeah. what bad shit is he actually doing? Like he Yeah. It it kind of, and you know, if that was kind of what they pitched it as, is like I've turned a new leaf. I'm going straight and I want to clean up this town. Fine. But that's not kind of what they were saying and that's not what he's been talking about, but like I don't know. I, I guess yeah, like, it was <laughs> it, yeah, it was less like I'm gonna go take that like I'll go take care of that or like I mean I guess there was some of that, but like you're right, my my takeaway from it wasn't like you fear him, but you don't like I, I, you're not like I don't know I wasn't super yeah, he was he was like trying to do good by his own conscience. 
than um than make everyone fear him although there were there were moments of that it just like that didn't come across as the main like trope for me it just didn't feel like where's the frog lady of it all like and and hear me out like (laughs) we saw the frog lady and we were like what the fucking frog lady what is happening in our show (laughs) like but like at the same time like it's a memorable experience and you see mando kind of go through this you know, experience with Grogu, with the frog lady, with the eggs and stuff. And it's like a little fun jaunt of uh, of an, of a side piece. But then that builds towards his larger character. Whereas this is like you get time with the um, the Tuscans with Boba. But there's not what the one scene with the little uh, Greedo alien guy. I don't remember the, the species. I'm sorry. Rodian. <laughs> the Rodians. And, you know, uh, like that's like it's just that, you know. That's the one like there could have been I think that they they rushed it. It feels like they were they wanted to get across so much information. They had so much character to build and develop that. And they were probably working off of what was already a very tight schedule. Why was this seven episodes? Feels weird number for a series. Yeah. ZB thought it was over last week. (laughs) I would have been fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think. So I, when we were texting about this, I think we all kind of had an agreement that this episode was good. Yeah. But it was like it 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 was satisfying because it wrapped up all the things from the season, but the season wasn't great. And so it's kind right. of like what we got was like all right, they they did a good job finishing it and like the action was good, but like why couldn't the whole thing have been more or like, right. Yeah. The, the build up to the payoff wasn't as sweet because the whole way to get there wasn't as rich. You know, it's like they, they kind of stuck the landing, but everything else to get to that point was pretty sloppy, you know, outside of the previous two episodes, you know, I, I think, which were essentially Mando season three or 2.5, you know, episodes but all the boba stuff you know like there were some you know richness to it and some um you know character development and story but overall it 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 was like it was pretty light and um very surface level it just like it i felt like yeah i you know we wanted so much more of that you know you talk about the game of thrones and the sopranos and like what makes those shows so good and so so captivating is the richness and the details and the characters and development and, you know, knowing kind of who they are and, and, you know, what causes them to do these motives. And this just felt like, yeah, he's doing this because he's this guy and he's doing this because that, like, it was just all like very a matter of factly and it didn't feel very, it wasn't very dense. No, I mean like there, I'm just looking at even the episodes, like there's two episodes that it's like, 38 minutes long like Mm. a couple topped out past 50 like that's fine and like i understand like when you're creating an episode like you've got to have your own little mini arc but like there's no reason why they couldn't have structured this differently and you know maybe maybe keep the flashbacks going the entire series maybe when you bring mando back in it's not you know, a hundred percent focus on him and what's going on with him and Luke and Grogu and, and the whole gang. Like 
all that. Yeah, stuff. they try to do two. They try to do a lot at once. Yeah. Or, or yeah, or make it ten episode season, and yeah, like start to trickle that stuff in, and then like really because if Mando is a key player, which he was, like obviously in this finale, like, they would have not been able to like win in the same way if, if Mando and Grogu weren't there. So if they need to be there, you have to bring back their the team. And you yeah. got to kind of tell that story. And I get that. But like, it, it just felt rushed. Yeah, it, it's, you know, I think Boba Fett, anything would have been hard. I know I talked a little bit about this last week, but I just want to reiterate it again. If you didn't listen that, you know, I think that we that we had heard early on when Lucasfilm, you know, was acquired uh, by Disney that, you know, Boba Fett was one of the early standalone rumored films for a long, 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 long time. And I think that part of the reason why we never got it is because it is so difficult to do. There's been different iterations in comics, different iterations in the extended universe books. There's different iterations in video games. Hell, there's like a people love this one character for, you know, less than three minutes of fucking screen time. Like it's, it's a lot. And, you know, we were really lucky. And I think that they used Tamara Morrison and his performance of the Boba Fett character so well in Mando too that it, it felt supernatural to bring him in and to keep him going. But I think that there's so much, you know, they went in knowing how much lore there was. And like, it seems to me like they were like, all right, like let's really build him up with the Tuscan stuff, but then rushed to get what they think we want, which is the cameos and the fan servicey stuff, which in a lot of ways works well when you use it correctly, which a lot of times the Filoni verse things really used very well or the Mando verse, whatever we're calling it. Um, but like what happens here and, and I'm curious to like say it is like this show it, it, you know, we know how, again, these shows get made in a fucking lab and like Boba Fett, like the, the scenes that he's in, like they're on amazing fucking awesome kick-ass sets. And I know that the sets here were spent, there's tons of money on them. There's actually footage of the set in the, one of the fucking shots from earlier in the season. But like, you know, it doesn't look, it, it, Tatooine, Mos Espa, these places have vibes. They have, you know, they, they feel like places, other places in the world and uh, in the galaxy. It just felt small. It felt shot on a back lot. It felt, you know, sloppily edited and made in that, like, there's different footage of the Wookiee getting hurt, but then being better and then being not better and then running and then he's not again. Like, it just like we saw these Game of Thrones episodes where they play out like fucking symphonies where it's like so orchestrated to have these battle moments similar to Lord of the Rings even. And like with Robert Rodriguez, with the talent behind this, I guess my expectations were really, really high. But also, and here's where I'll pivot. A lot of this, I think, is because this is an Iron Man 2 situation. <laughs> mm. You know, I think Favreau, what Feige gets credit for is creating the Avengers world. But Favreau was integral in, in getting those first few movies off the ground, producing them and getting the characters together, getting the characters to work together and show up and have it mean something and be important. And I think that they've always said that they're building towards something in that realm, right? And this feels like we got to get Boba Fett's character on the table so we can use him when we need him for the big upcoming event, which we're not going to exactly explain just yet. Yeah. I mean, I know like even season two of Mando kind of had that problem because that was kind of when 
it was okay. We're not like the first season was super contained. It was their story. Then it was like, okay, now we're going to bring in the, the Mandalorians. We're going to bring in, um, uh, Ahsoka and Boba Fett and then eventually Luke Skywalker. So it's like, it did that, but they did it a little bit more gracefully. Um, whereas here it's like, yeah, they decided, oh yeah, everybody that we've introduced already, they're coming back. (laughs) Like we're going to keep reminding you of all these players and then add some more. And, um, yeah, I know what you mean. It it, it does feel like, and and you know what? We have to get, we have to get them out. We have to make sure people understand that these players are out there to co-mingle. So you have to show them together. And like how much more moving of an ending of this episode would it have been if it was like Cad Bane and Boba Fett like throwing down fisticuffs? Like we've just saw a whole season of Boba Fett learning to be a fucking Tuscan Raider. And yeah, the gaffy stick move is is awesome and earned, but it's like a it's a second. Yeah. You know, like it, it like we could have shown his changed how he's grown as a character. Like the lines feel empty, you know, it, it just, it, it didn't feel as earned. Like it needed one extra flashback with Cad Bane to it, set up that they knew each other. It did. Totally, totally did. Um, um, you know, you had no idea they had any history together. Right. Like if you haven't, and if, and if people that, yeah, exactly. If people haven't seen the clone wars or even knew who this guy was, you would just think he's some, you know, throwaway bounty hunter, which is kind of how they played him in this yeah. series. And they, but they gave it context that he's like, they have a history, like in an like unspoken way. Um, but yeah, I feel like halfway through the show, they decided that, oh yeah, people don't want to know too much about Boba Fett, and they kind of stopped telling us <laughs> a whole definitely. <laughs> that, that that's so correct. Yeah. Like they they like they pulled back. Like they were like, we have to preserve the mystery. Yeah. And you know what? Like. I don't know. Like, would this? I don't. I don't know how I would have done it differently. I'm curious to to see what you guys think about like the Cobb Vanth of it all. I thought like his usage was so weird because he's like a EU extended book character, and then he's like he's also now in Mando, uh, and you know, he it looks like he's coming back. That's the teaser they're showing us. But like. Who gives a fuck about Cobb Vanth? Like, I get it. Timothy Oliphant, great actor, yeah. you know, cool performance. Wait, what, what's the teaser of him coming back? He's in the back to tank at the end of Boba Fett. Did you not see the post credit scene? Oh, no, there's a post credit. I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, but that's like a what kind of post credit scene is that? That's like an Iron Man 2 level post credit scene, you know? Yeah. Like, they're try- they're just throwing shit out there, you know? Um, all right, so we were talking about Cobb Vanth. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's there's a post credit scene. Um, it's it's pretty low key. It's him in the back to tank healing from his gunshot wound, and then there's the guy with the modifications, like I guess implying that maybe he's gonna get some sort of, you know, robot arm or robot shoulder. Right. Like, yeah. cool. Um, and and then when they were saying, um. What's the Wookiee's name again? Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, well, you know, you get a turn the back to the thing. I'm like, how the, how's this motherfucker going to fit in? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> you got to get the Wookiee extender. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, he's just in it. And he's like, he's got his feet sticking out the, the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too. Um, just can't close the 
crank close the door on it. I mean, yeah, so yeah. like the way this was handled was kind of dumb, right? So they 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 tease it like, okay, so someone's going to be in the back to tank. So you assume it's Chrysanthemum, but then right. then it ends up being Cobb Vanth, which is fine. But like, I don't know. I didn't think he was dead. So like, they play it off like, oh, he's he died. Like they shot him out in cold blood. Like. But like, why do we care? I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. That, so that's that's it. Here, I I saw this or read this or somewhere, so I can't take full credit for the idea. But I think maybe they're pivoting to him to be the lead of the Rangers of the New Republic. Oh, uh, okay. This is pure speculation, but yeah, like, it kind of makes right. sense, right? Um, he's a. Super makes yeah. sense, and he's a likable character. Um, yeah, and he could he could lead his own show, and that would be kind of interesting, I guess. Um, uh, it, again, do we care? Like the world around him would have to be. I just like what stories are there that we're starving for from you know his point of view and what he does. It's like, do we really need more like you know B plot Tatooine stories? Well, no, uh, this this show should definitely have told them that we need to get the fuck off tattoo. And I think that's and what like, it would be, right? Like, if you're a ranger of the New Republic, you're you got it. Yeah, you're in the course. You're systems. in the course. You're, you're going to be on was it Hosnian Prime or something that gets blown sure. to shit in the sequels, and then definitely because nobody's seen it, so they can they fucking go there. Do whatever and the he fuck. could be like this, you know, fish out of water, and you could have Leia, and you could have Han, and like. Those will be the crazy people you see in, in this movie. And maybe then there's rumblings of the first order. Like, who knows? Like, at, uh, or it ties into like the Thrawn stuff. Like, I don't know. Well, we all think yeah. that Thrawn is the Thanos, but Thrawn may not be the Thanos. Thrawn's going to be the Thanos. You know? But, but he may not be, but he may not be. Like, he, they're, they still, I, he, long term, they're going to, Filoni, wants to redeem what happened with the first order and the sequels. So I think he will, the, what they'll work towards is bringing up and setting up the Palpatine recovery, the operation cinder, like other stuff like that, and be able to, you know, kind of sprinkle those in through the telling of the new show. But I think Thrawn could be like the Vader, Ah. right? Like he could be like the entity we see, the, the looming character, the the new what we think is the big bad, but I think ultimately, it's got to come back to what is Snoke, what is the beginning of the first order. Like we, we it has to figure it. They have to yeah, figure they that gotta out. Connect but those dots somehow. That's big picture though. So, but let's let's tie it back here because I think there's there's something to be said about c- character deaths and what character deaths in Star Wars have to mean. And and I think that there's a lot floating out in the world right now of you know what it means to die and and i think that the cad bane and it's very grim i'm sorry to say it this way but like but cad bane we see him get stabbed through the heart some people are saying his you know life signs monitoring is still on in the show so that therefore he's still alive but that the, the blinking means nothing and it's totally unrelated and he's dead um i think it would be a waste to kill a character who looks this badass and scary this quickly yeah. Um, but if he is not dead here, then that also, I think, reawakens the another thread, which kind of started popping off with Tamara Morrison doing press, which is that he wants to fight Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, what do you guys think? Is Cad Bane dead 
and then what in the larger sense of Star Wars is a character death? Well, I mean, I agree. I think it's almost a waste of a character. I mean, unless they decide to, you know, have more flashbacks, which, you know, they could flash flesh him out. Uh, that would be interesting. Maybe have like a young Boba. Cause like the guy that plays um, young Boba, the prequels is old enough to be like, you know, 20 something Boba Fett now, which would be in like Clone Wars <laughs> stuff. He even voiced him, I think on the show. Um, yeah. So that'd be fine uh, if they do that. But yeah, I, Spoilers, I guess, for Hawkeye. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah. they, they did a similar beat at the end of that show, too. And so you're bringing back somebody that you're like, oh, man, I can't believe they brought this character back. That one is a little bit more vague, and I'm pretty sure... like, Yeah, and there's also tons of lore that they can draw from and enrich the character. Sure. So, But I feel like in this case, it's a lot more like, okay, this you see him get stabbed, and you look at him, and he looks dead, right? So... Right. Like it, this to me was like, okay, like he's not, he may not really be dead. Yeah. I mean, that's Um, kind of my, my initial, I was, when I was talking to you guys, like, I don't want him to be dead, but also like, it's probably fine if he is. That being said, I would fucking love to see Mace Window back. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think, Matt? I think, I think he's probably dead. I, they, they, I don't know. I mean, if he's not, it almost feels like a cop-out. It's like they decided to, you know, put the fucking gaffy stick through his heart, right? It's like, if that doesn't kill you, what what does, you know? Uh, sure. Um, and it, in this series, the character served its purpose, even though we wanted more from it. Um, so I could see... I could see, yeah, I could see if they decide to go back and there's more Boba Fett um, stuff. I thought, uh, yeah, they could they could show some flashbacks of a younger him. That could be a cool way to keep using him. Um, but Mace Windu, that'd be that'd be fucking dope. Would they? Would they? They would have to let Sam Jackson do it, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. he's old. Yes. But I mean, a lot of well, time has passed, would... and like I don't know, Star Wars characters are kind of like it doesn't really matter. It's a galaxy far, far away. Everybody lives to different, and he's a Jedi. Like I don't know. Yeah, well, something that's cool. I just thought of now. Like if the if his show is called the Book of Boba Fett, then each season could be a chapter in his life. You know, so like the next one could be like a total prequel style. Mm of him like with Cad Bane like you know hunting Mace Windu like in a totally different era sure and that um, to me that would have been a much more interesting timeline of Boba Fett to go to, down oh do you mean the actual than... bounty hunter badassness that we all wanted to see <laughs> but never could really actually oh see? yeah yeah uh, yeah it, like post you know post clone wars yep that would have probably been really cool it's a it I don't know. It's it's befuddling, you know, the choice of how to do it. You know, I, the, I can only imagine they, that there's other Boba Fett stories to tell that maybe they want to do that. Well, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what they're going to do next. I think this is the first Disney plus, you know, Star Wars thing that didn't end with everyone shitting their pants and thinking it's the greatest thing that ever happened. Right. 
Um, and you know, you learn from that. I, I think what's going to be interesting, like, I think you, what you're leading towards is like, is this a, uh, is this show not a success in so much that they wouldn't have another season? Right. Like, yeah, that's definitely, um, because like easily they could just fold stuff back into Mando. That's fine. The character, but you know, if they were going to do another season, yeah, like have, have some things from his past that like, like, uh, yeah, Cad Bane coming back is kind of a, a thing, but like some job that went south that like, um, you know, comes back to haunt him in, in both like a physical way and a mental way. Like, so that he's starting to flash back and thinking about his, his times as a bounty hunter and showing all that stuff. That would be a really cool way to do it. Um, I think like the, and there's, there's no like, there's no empire remnants either, you know, um, not in this show, which no. feels like not in this show, but like the dude was hanging out with Vader. Yeah. He was homies with Vader. <laughs> you know, like there, there was like, there were some deep ties to the galactic empire that like, I don't know, you would think there'd be some crazy shit that he was a part of that kind of, and maybe that's part of like this redemption arc, if you will. Of him trying to like in his mind make a clear his conscience and make where he lives a better place, but um, you to your point of like yeah uh, an old mission or an old bounty that like went wrong yeah it seems like there's a lot a lot of other things to dissect there yeah I I hope that they do you know I, I think that they'll you know it's different because it's not like it's a movie where it, like it'll tank at the box office. Like it'll just, they'll just see that they, I guess that they just track the streams and the internet traffic, I guess. But like you look at the way that this played out, I think that it, and I want to go back at the Z because that the scale of the show was off. I think that the, yeah. I, I think that we, you know, early on, like, again, like this show is made in a lab. That's awesome. That's all well and good. And it works for Mando when it's just Mando standing on some different planet every other week that we don't know and love and that we're fine with seeing for, you know, 15 full minutes in an episode and then he's on to another planet. But when you come to Tatooine, when you come to Mos Espa, you know, that has a certain look and a feel. And I think that part of what makes Star Wars so grand and big is to have these operatic looking sets and, and this just felt like we're on the back lot that it, it didn't feel special it didn't feel exotic um i, I don't know I, do you think the argument we had earlier on in the beginning of the series was that it this you know it doesn't matter like that they can make it they can make it in cg like it doesn't matter but i think in the long run i think it does and i think that the last episode really showed that what do you think i totally agree i mean i I, I think they could, and I think they could have gotten away with it had there just been a little more variety in in some of the locations, you know. I sure. mean, it's basically Jabba's palace outside of Jabba's palace and that cantina, um, right? I mean, maybe there are a few others sprinkled here and there, um, but in terms of like just the stuff that Boba was seeing, yeah, it's very one dimensional. It felt like it was done just like on the heels of Mando season three. Um, or two or whatever. It just like, it's just a different skin on the same look, you know. Um, Definitely, it, it's. I hope that they learn from this, man. Like, yeah. I and that's what something of Rangers of the New Republic, like they, they should think about, you know. Like, 
it only takes a couple of repurposed sets to look too similar to look like a sci-fi show. Like it's yeah, just we're right. so close we're so close to that and it has to remain mm. special to be Star Wars. That's the whole fucking point. Yeah. The whole fucking point. Like you know other otherwise it's any other right. show you could already watch. You know but okay. Great point. Um yeah, I mean, I, I I think like the episode again, the episodes with Mando in it, uh, five and six, like <sighs> yeah. we go to a couple different places, and those places look awesome. And we yeah, it's the, a breath of the, fresh air. Literally, we get the the shot of him going through uh, the Bunta Eve race or whatever. Oh, that was just excellent. Awesome. So like, it can be done. It's just like when they decide to pick a city. And like, yeah, half the show is set in the Dune Sea. I get it. Like, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. It maybe we're being a little nitpicky, but I, I think I know what you mean in that. Like this, this city is supposed to feel kind of alive. Um, yeah, it felt uh, very much like a. It was built. It was a stage. It was, you know, done by great production designer and art director, and it's like almost a little too sparse you know um it's like you stand there you stand there you look like you're doing this it, it didn't feel lived in um yeah which you know i felt like mando and even you know part of what made mando great was some of the practical effects that they brought back and even some of boba fett but like yeah it didn't feel lived in it didn't feel real it felt very fake and and you know what I what I wonder it's so hard to tell about these shows is like is it is it the volume or is it COVID right like are it's, they restricted it's both to, uh, it's the idea it's, it's the idea that you could solely make all Star Wars future content in the volume and COVID restricting what they could probably really do had they you know flexed some more of the budget I think that you know. If we didn't live in a COVID world, there's they could they could fly to Tunisia. They could start figuring that stuff out. Like they they can't because of COVID. But the reality is that you know we're gonna need some new planets. <laughs> and, and and I think it's the number of people. Like I don't I think that there's like a limit of how many people could be on screen at a time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people in these. You know, especially in that last sequence. I don't think it was an number of people they could have had more it just they there's there's protocols in place for these things like they they could have had more they just didn't they felt like you know they kind of i think what they did is they got away with the bare minimum you yeah, know definitely well okay let's say there's a couple of good positives in here too like we got him right well, let's, 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 yeah what yeah we got him riding the rancor which was awesome um, Those shots you were called. pretty good. <laughs> uh, we have the reunion of well, we didn't even talk about this. Grogu came back and he made his choice to help uh, Mando, Huge. Like, which is a little bum that we don't we didn't get to see that. I, I, I didn't expect I, to see it. I agree with you, Frank. Yeah. Um, little interesting that you know they'd send him autopilot, but R <laughs> two's uh, got that shit. He's yeah, fine. I, I guess. Um, you know, the Grogu decision is, a, is, is huge, right? It really does for people like us, like we're looking at the bigger picture. That's always the more fun conversation. So like 
you know, it's interesting to see that they're like, they're going to bite down hard on this choice. And we're going to see kind of this play out over a long period of time. Um, and, and, and they also gave us what we wanted. They did both at the same time. They set up something we've never seen before, which is the idea of a baby Yoda Mandalorian, which is hilarious, but, but also too like the larger Mandalorian stuff. And they gave us the Luke training sequence. Yeah. So like, like in terms of all the things you could have asked for, like for Christmas from, from Kathy, like you, you got it, but it's, what are we, what, you know, now that we've seen Grogu go this way, like, like that's it. That's huge. Like that's a totally different world we live in now. But can we but talk it, about that decision for a second? Yeah, go ahead. So okay, we got five. Minutes. Obviously, we <laughs> we all we all thought that was what was likely going to happen, right? Yeah. That he was going to choose Mando. Yes. Yeah, the bu- the bubble in the astromech spot on the the starfighter kind of gave it away. But. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, everything was alluding to that. Um, but, like, when you look at it from, like, kind of the Jedi standpoint and Luke building the future of the Jedi, part of you wanted, you know, like we said, Grogu to be maybe the first Padawan of the new Jedi temple, right? 100%. Lonnie was very upset about this. <laughs> right. So, okay. So, it, it, and I get it. We were also like, oh, he's got to go back because he's got to be part of the season three and they're not going to stop selling Grogu merch and make him a, you know, big draw of season three or, or just of this whole universe um, without like the show won't go on without him. Um, they need him, you know, him and Dinjarin are peanut butter and jelly. Right. So <laughs> yes. you kind of need both. Um, but Yeah, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, it feels like the capitalistic move to keep him. Oh shit! You know, they they are. It's toys all over again. You know, it's like there's no way they were going to diminish his value of this series. And maybe this whole series is actually he's the Mandalorian. Yeah. And maybe that gets fleshed out even further. Um, But. You know, it's it's also a cash cow, and he's cute and adorable, and you know, Listen, as you're cool talking to somebody pretty... who's, I'm looking at my like my full size Grogu Lego. I'm like, I my yeah. kid literally has four Baby Yoda outfits. Yeah, like I That's have a lot I'm of saying. stuff. I, it's like I don't disagree. I think the capitalist part is is definitely there, but I also think story wise, it makes the most sense. Like. Because we, what we know about what Luke does is he goes on and he creates a training academy, but fails. So, like, I don't know. I think it would be super, super dark to assume that Grogu goes to this this academy and then is murdered by Kylo Ren. Like, nobody wants that either. So, like, no, I'm not saying that. I, I think, I think he could have left. It just, it seemed to happen very suddenly. Oh, it's all too fast. (laughs) It's all too fast. And maybe that's all I'm trying to get at. It's just like, it's great we got, you know, saying, you know, what Kathy gave us for Christmas. It was great we got that. I guess, you know, maybe just being a little greedy, wanting a little more and seeing that side of it. But you're right. I mean, and maybe there's comics or some other, you know, story that's somewhere 
that you could read on on what else Luke and Grogu were up to. But yeah, I, for the purpose of the show, I guess they they check that box off, and then it's like, all right, onwards. And yeah, well, you know. it's super it's super bummer because obviously we all are are like you said, like we're all greedy and we want to see more of Luke and Grogu. We want to see what they do next. We want to see more lessons. You know, we you don't really get a ton of lessons. You know, in all of Star Wars, it's kind of you get a couple big ones here and there, but they're not, it's not the whole thing. You know, it's, it's more about the space stuff. Um, and yeah, it was definitely an opportunity where we could have really gotten in and dug in and seen, you know, talking about the force and philosophy about the force and stuff like that. And yeah. And I don't think that that couldn't happen. Like, I definitely think that there could be like a very stripped down, you know, like Buddhist style, you know, Jedi. You they're know, not going to do it. Re- religious show but you know all you know this is i think it's probably both zeb i think it's probably that they this is the most lucrative product that they missed the boat on initially and they will never miss that ever again yeah. and then two that you know the the story of uh, of grogu and dinjarin has to go on it's i think that yeah they had to move it along it's just we thought that we were going to go into season three with them being apart and that the payoff was going to be down the line in that season and for them to jump the gun and be like, okay, actually Boba Fett is required watching if you're watching Mando and ultimately if you did, if you skipped it all of a sudden it doesn't make sense, right? Like yes, Grogu's back and they've got a new ship and there's a whole bunch of new things going on. So it's like, yeah, it is. It is a weird way to to pivot and like course correct for something that seemed to be something that everybody was happy with seeing last season, right? Like, I don't think I everyone mean, was like, "Oh my god, like Grogu's gone." How could we do that? And they're like, "We have to bring him back." <laughs> I must have some someone was saying that. Maybe someone. At, maybe that's where the Disney executives were like, "No, no, no, <laughs> bring him back for the money." <laughs> it's like, listen, you guys. You don't understand <laughs> like the money in 2019 that we could have made. Um, yeah, I don't know. I- I'm curious to see what happens, you know, with uh, the marketing for the other shows. I-, I think that they will be a little bit more careful to um, to guard it. I think they're also like like the Andor show, right? Like they're going to have D- Diego Luna on every show and every place all over everything. But, um, you know, how they market that show, I think, is also going to be crucial to how it's received, because I think that people are going to be confused as hell as to who this guy is, because right now we're dealing with pretty top tier. I mean, Boba Fett is as top tier Star Wars character as you can get. Like, we're we're going now to Cassian Andor like he is a, you know, he is lower on that totem pole (laughs) and and a prequel, nonetheless, that. I mean, yeah, Obi-Wan is a prequel, too, and we know he's dead, too. But, like, that's a story that we've been dying to see for decades. Whereas, like, what happened to Cassian before he died, you know, in Rogue One, it's like, eh. <laughs> right. It's such a curious choice. Um, you know, and I'm curious to see if, you know, who get who's on these teams. Like, I want to, like that's almost as interesting to me, you know, as anything like who's, who's making the decisions about what shows are getting done here. Is it all Kathy is our Favreau and Filoni going to have EP credits? Like where, where is everybody who's yeah. doing this? I want to know. Tell me. 
Um, All right. uh, Final thoughts before we get out of here. Uh, Fennec Shand killing all the the bosses was pretty awesome. Um, That was cool. It kind of, like, part of me was like, I wonder if Boba Fett's going to be like, what did you do? (laughs) But, like, uh, (laughs) because he's so soft now. (laughs) But, uh, no, it's kind of cool. And, you know, them... They're just gonna rule the city. Uh, so our our theories of her turning on him were were wrong. But eh. no, that you need her to say the exposition. Yep. Zeb, final thoughts. I mean, final thoughts was it was all too rushed. I don't see why this couldn't have been ten episodes. You know, the fan servicey stuff was great. There's a lot of great moments. Obviously, it entertained us. Um, There's a lot we liked about it. But it's tough to make Star Wars in 2022, man. Everyone's got an opinion. It's tough to do anything in 2022. But, like, you know, it's hard to please everybody. And, you know, as much as we shit on them, you know, I don't envy the job because it's going to be really hard to make people happy. Oh, and no. I think with, Obi- with Obi-Wan coming up, it's going to be... Um, I also think there's going to be a little of, like, careful what you wish for. Um, yeah. I, I totally agree with you, dude. You know, I, I think that, you know, you're playing with, you know, really sacred stuff to people. And and I think that every time Star Wars has veered off of late since the Disney acquisition, every time Star Wars has veered into new territory where they have gone after something we did not know previously about or we got to learn more about it in a different way, specifically Rogue One, Mandalorian, that you know it it captured it captured the imagination of the world whereas any time that they tried to revisit something we really clearly already know and has been you know kind of dealt with and talked about in in many ways it, we've been more or less burned looking at you um the re- initial reaction to solo even though it's actually not a terrible movie um but like you know the the prequels you know like it, it's even as great as they are like we're we're you know, it's all fucked up, man. Who knows? It's okay. Ten years World's from, on fire. Ten years from now, there's going to be uh, sequel nostalgia, and everyone's going to love them again. <laughs> That's right. And tomorrow, the tanks could roll into Ukraine, and there could not never be another episode of the podcast. <laughs> That's it. <sighs> so, all right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. AJ, take us out. <laughs> uh, listen, folks, thank you for tuning and listening in with us. This was really fun to do with you guys. We hope you enjoyed the book of Boba Fett, even though we had our gripes with it. Me and my buddies did, too. Um, listen, you can find us online, www.longlostheroes.net. You could email us if you have any questions, info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we also have the podcast available across streaming services. You can listen to us on Spotify still. We don't give a fuck about Joe Rogan. Uh, Stitcher, you can listen to us on Apple. You can listen to us on Google. Um, I'm AJ. I'm Frank. Uh, thank you, Matt, uh, for jumping on the Thanks, call guys. with us. This was awesome. Thank you. Uh, and uh, till next time, be well. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>